How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina, and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music, and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie, and Wrightsville, and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Tuesday, December 14th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got the latest on the Mark Meadows criminal contempt vote. Number two, where things stand on BBB and the end of the year outlook. And number three, a look around at the rumblings about House Democratic leadership. All right, Jake, let's get into it. The shocking news Yesterday, a lot of information coming out about former Donald Trump chief of staff, Mark Meadows, obviously a former member of Congress. And now members today are going to be voting on a criminal contempt referral to the Justice Department. That's right. Uh, Mark Meadows, who prided himself on being liked and on being kind of the backslapping in on the joke uh, member of Congress and then later chief of staff, is going to be um, uh, referred to the Justice Department for criminal contempt um, uh, indictment. That's not good. <laughs> I, mean, I, don't know, I don't know how to otherwise say this. Meadows has handed over reams of information of text messages and etc and he's a big tech or was a big texter i don't know what he's what he's up to right now but to the january 6th <laughs> select committee um and those text messages i mean he was yesterday liz cheney released information that he was uh being hounded by fox news folks to uh um to get trump to decry the violence on january 6th you know that's interesting i guess um and, uh, you know, all in all, DOJ is going to have to move very carefully here because I, I, the point that to, to consider is that if anybody has privilege here, it's probably Mark Meadows. Um, by the Biden administration, the decision lies with the Biden administration. The Biden administration does not believe the privilege is appropriate. And there's, of course, a very good argument to be made that that's, that's exactly right. Um, uh, but this is going to be interesting. I mean, could Mark Meadows be prosecuted? Um, goodness, that is the end. That is an interesting end to his his time in public life. Yeah, I mean, I think when you look back in history, right, um, Mark Meadows, no former White House chief of staff, has faced criminal charges since H.R. Haldeman, who was indicted for his role in the Watergate scandal nearly 50 years ago. Obviously, though, a very different scenario than Steve Bannon, who wasn't working at the White House, right, who's trying to claim this privilege. Mark Meadows was working at the White House. And so I think, uh, you know, we write this morning in Punchbowl News AM that the DOJ is going to have to to 
you know, kind of proceed carefully here. Uh, I don't think we can speculate what DOJ does um, because Meadows' case really isn't analogous to anything we have seen in modern day politics right now, certainly not when it comes to this January 6th investigation, um, but something that is definitely going to be, uh, we are going to be watching very closely. I do think, you know, if you didn't see Monday's select committee hearing, you should watch it. Um, it's pretty. Uh, it was a pretty stunning hearing for Congress in terms of also just understanding where some of those Fox News hosts, as well as Donald Trump Jr., frankly, were all texting Meadows during the January 6th attack, begging him to have Trump act to stop the violence. Uh, pretty stunning developments there, to say the least. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the day, continuing to dominate Congress and Washington writ large. What is going to happen with the Build Back Better Act and Chuck Schumer's effort to try and get it done before Christmas? We've gone back and forth on here in actually, I think, Punchbowl News AM about whether or not it is possible. Um, It's certainly possible, but it's a very close call at this point, and a lot of things would have to fall into place. Yeah, I'd even I'd even go a step further and say it's it's. It's a close call in the sense that it's going to be close. I don't think it's I, I, I'm not you know, I'm not really sure what to think, to be honest with you. Yesterday, I guess we wrote in the midday edition that um, that that Joe Manchin hadn't drawn any red lines um, during his kind of gaggle yesterday. Um, and I got a little bit of flack for that because uh, it, it, you know, he still is voicing a lot of concern about the bill. He needs to make a decision. I mean, the entire process is hanging on this one guy, Joe Manchin, um, and with 11 days until Christmas. And, you know, I don't think it's I don't think it's going to be um, it's going to be feasible to keep them in on New Year's on Christmas Eve, rather New Year's Eve. They can keep them in if they want. Um, but uh, Christmas Eve, I don't I think is kind of out of the question. Um, and, uh, you know, Chuck Schumer doesn't celebrate Christmas. I don't celebrate Christmas, but many people do celebrate Christmas. I do. Christmas. I just, for the record, <laughs> I do. No, I, I, I do think that's, I mean, I, I just don't think that that the Senate's going to want to work on Christmas Eve. I just, I, you know, it's a Friday night. It's a weekend. Christmas is on a weekend this year as if that, you know, so you have kind of a couple days, you know, it's just, you know, more cushion. And I just don't think they're going to want to work in Mansion, to be honest with you. Um, he has big issues here. And again, we don't have a bill. We don't have decisions from the parliamentarian. We have nothing at this point. So we really have to, it's it's really time to, to um, make a move or move on. Yeah, I mean, I think the only two points I would say is, you know, I think obviously all eyes are on Manchin. It's a 50-50 Senate. But there are other issues, right? There are other disagreements and hurdles to getting this done. As much as everybody is probably rightly focused on Joe Manchin, and you know, obviously the White House is very focused on that. But there are other things that are going to have to fall into place, um, you know, in terms of what, to your point, what does the parliamentarian say on a lot of these different issues? Um, what happens with the salt tax cap? Um, that's going to have to be settled in order to move forward. And to your other point, you know, the clock is ticking, right? Uh, If Senate Democrats want to move to the floor next week, that's Christmas week. The parliamentarian needs to wrap up her review this week. Once the bill hits the floor, I would expect approximately, you know, four-ish days of legislative wrangling. I mean, so that is going to be, I I think the timing gets even mucked up more based on kind of just the overall unfolding process, much less to say where Joe Manchin ends up Kirsten Cinema ends up on the overall you know, decision to support it. 
Back that fire down, 19. Copy, Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. All right, let's move on to the number three story of the morning, House Democratic leadership and this last stand of the old guard. Um, You know, this is something we've been tracking very closely for a long time. What is the future of Speaker Nancy Pelosi? Does she retire? Does she leave Congress early in 2022 if it looks as though House Democrats, as most people are predicting, are going to not remain in the majority. And there's just been a lot more rumblings in the last couple of weeks, a lot of stories by some of our colleagues with really good reports uh, on kind of projecting and trying to understand where exactly not only Pelosi's head is at, but also, uh, you know, House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer, as well as Whip Clyburn. Yeah. So, I mean, Hoyer filed for re-election. I think uh, this big story that Isaac Dover wrote in CNN was interesting about Pelosi. I don't think there's any chance Pelosi is minority leader if Democrats lose the majority. If Democrats keep the majority, there's a chance she could stay for majority leader. I think that's a... I don't think that would be ridiculous to think about. I really don't. Um, But all that said, I think that... um, you know, this is the old guard, kind of their last stand. Hoyer filing for re-election. Clyburn saying he's not going to be, he's not going to be uh, pushed out. Um, I mean, listen, they haven't had that much time in Congress, Anna. So give them a break. I mean, they're practically new. <laughs> they're practically newbies. <laughs> I mean, Pelosi's only been in the Democratic leadership since 2002. I mean, give her some time to get her sea legs here. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, it's it's interesting, though, because, it's you know, all of the decisions happen. They don't happen in a vacuum. Right. So everybody's watching Pelosi. But at the same time, Hoyer's also going to be, you know, filing for reelection. You know, and you have, as we've reported on so many times before, this next generation, which is probably, you know, several generations in who are really, you know, Chomping at the bit to get started. I mean, we've been focused on Hakeem Jeffries or what happens with somebody like a Catherine Clark. You know, these these folks have so far, there hasn't been people who've challenged the current uh, leadership for a long time or made really serious challenges is probably a better way of saying it. And uh, we'll have to see what happens. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, at the end of the day, you know, you don't want to push people out of Congress too early, Anna. So, you know, if you give these people some time to just get their get their bearings. And no, seriously, I mean, there's going to be if Democrats somehow hold on to the majority. I have to imagine Pelosi stays. I have to imagine Hoyer stays and Clyburn stays. And, you know, uh, these are folks that are in their, you know, in their 80s. So um I am, you know, this is trite and I, I, I'm not, I'm not saying anything new here, but like people are frustrated. People want a chance to get into leadership. You know, how long are they going to wait? I don't know the answer to that. 
We shall see. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Just a quick reminder, we have an interview with Senator Susan Collins, the Republican from Maine, this afternoon at 4.30. It is virtual. You can sign up for that and watch our last live event, editorial event, before the end of the year. Uh, We'd love to have you join us. Thank you so much for listening. Please share the podcast. You can write a review. It's the best way for folks to find us. Otherwise, we will be back tomorrow with the latest on what's happening in Washington. Have a great day and stay safe.